Hi friends, this is Kyle from What It's About. Well, I would not consider any episodes of our podcast child-friendly. Claire wanted me to note that this one contains some strong language, so if you are easily offended by such things, you should probably go listen to something else. You know, we have a whole episode where we just talk about corn. Um, anyway, enjoy the show. What, 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 about, about, about. What? It's what? It's about what? 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 Hello and welcome to What It's About, the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions. I'm your host, Kyle. And I am Claire. Claire, how are you on this fine mooncake festival holiday? Yay, holiday! You had to work though. Yeah, I, I had to work, but did I have you, tomorrow off. Did you eat any mooncakes? I ate a quarter of a mooncake. How was it? It was kind of almond flavored, which I actually didn't mind. They're a bit like dry and like... Kind of gunky tasting. Yeah, <laughs> I actually kind of like them, but... Um, they're, not my, they're not my jam. You know that they're like 2,000 calories a mooncake? Really? Yeah. Why is that? I have no idea. Um, I just know, I just know it to be the, true. The middle is quite dense for, for those that don't know, or who aren't in China at the moment today is, um, the mid autumn festival today and tomorrow are off for the mid autumn festival, a holiday, which is largely celebrated by looking at the full moon and eating moon cakes, which are these like super dense, super flaky kind of cookie-ish, uh, but like a fat cookie. Yeah. 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 You should check it out. Yeah. Um, head to your local Chinese supermarket. They're sure to have them oh, if, you're, if you're listening now in uh, mid-September. If you're British, you know, you would enjoy it. It's like more of a scone. Think of like a scone. It is not like a, a scone. You don't know what a scone is because American scones I'm... are different. <sighs> you don't know. Scones are not flaky like that. They are in England. No, they're not. Don't tell me about my culture. I'll get offended. <laughs> Um, All right, we're off to a great start. (laughs) Um, We're both already annoyed. uh, Should we hit some five facts? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Did you know in the U.S., some states have a law called the stupid motorist law? (laughs) I didn't know it, but I like it. Do you know what it is? Please tell me. The stupid motorist law states that... Um, if you are involved in a, not in an accident, but if you have to be rescued, uh, from somewhere and it's completely your fault, (laughs) then, (laughs) then they can charge you for the cost that they spent to come and get you. For instance, if there's a flood and the road is closed because of the flooding and then you drive and you drive through it anyway, and they have to come haul your car out of the flood, then they can charge you for the fee Uh, to like come get your car out. Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. We have a big problem in the UK of people, um, I would assume not from the area, driving to the beach and being like, oh, parking, and then fucking off and leaving their car there and coming back and it's just in the sea now. Uh, Parking on the beach? Because of tides. Oh, no. (laughs) Why would they park on the beach? Don't you have parking lots? Gives all the locals a good laugh, doesn't it? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, During World War II, British soldiers were told that eating carrots would improve their vision in the dark. Um, Do you know why they were told this? That's that's got some truth to it, doesn't it? I think like there's like a little bit of carrots, which if you ate like a ton of literally a ton of carrots every day. Well, there's some there's some vitamin in there which is good for. I think. uh, Yeah, something like that, which which like stimulates growth of a certain part of the eyeball when you're young. I don't think it's like I don't think it helps adults really. Yeah, the um, but the reason that they told British soldiers this was they didn't want them to find out that. Their enemies had developed radar. Oh no! So they were like, they just need more carrots than us. <laughs> um, I don't know how true that is, but I liked it. That's terrible. To be fair, I got that fact from a website that said that in England, the two favorite meals in England were roast beef and Yorkshire beef, which is just absolutely wrong. Um, you guys do eat a lot of beef, though, yeah. Yeah, but Yorkshire—they mean Yorkshire puddings, but they said Yorkshire beef, so I'm not sure how reliable a source they are. 
Um, okay, I don't know what Yorkshire pudding or Yorkshire beef is, and to be honest, <laughs> I really don't care to know. So I'm gonna I'll keep it. You. I'm gonna keep <laughs> it moving. All right, I'll make you Yorkshire pudding one day. You'll neither, like it. Neither of them sound very good. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, you're okay. Let's just move on. Um, so in the uh, in California. Um, there are these massive wildfires going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Haven't you, they been just on forever? Yeah, the whole summer, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what they're doing uh, to protect the trees now? Dropping water on them? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yes, that's a, that's a uh, you know, we'll say a classic firefighting method. Yep, um, water. <laughs> Other other than that, so they they drop water on the uh, on the fire, mm. uh, not on like the unburned trees. Oh, I have no idea what they're doing. They're wrapping them in tin foil. Oh, that's smart. So they're going to um, like the national parks that have like the two hundred foot sequoias and, and all that. Mm. Um, now they're uh, they're preemptively going because some of these trees are like thousands of years old. Oh my gosh. Um, and they're uh, irreplaceable, obviously. Yeah. So they're so they're going into these areas and um, finding the old growth or the very high trees, and they're wrapping them in tinfoil to protect them from the forest fires. Do they think that'll work? I think it is working. Wow, that's really it's it's like okay, so like if if a fire, I think if a fire is like sweeping through the area, like yeah, that tree's gonna fucking burn down. Um, But like a lot of them catch on fire just from like the wind or uh, you know being being hot enough to an adjacent fire, Um, and at least for the old growth, it's helping. Mm, That's impressive. Okay, do you know? What? The longest name of any city in the world is, or town in the world. It's got to be in India. Incorrect. Oh, um, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. Mm-hmm. Pre- prepare yourself. Okay. And then tell me if you can guess. Uh, there's, there's zero chance that you're pronouncing this correctly. Zero chance. Okay. There's absolutely zero chance. Um, Lian Fair Plaglilglin Glilglin Goch Gochri Dutch Klin Dob Wilklich An Silo Go Go Goch. It sounds like Dutch. Not Dutch. Um, I don't know. Welsh. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Would you like to have a go at reading it? No, not at all. <laughs> there's one point where there's just four L's together. Shouldn't you be able to, uh, like, shouldn't you be able to read that with with greater accuracy? Look at it, please. I mean, but they're your fucking neighbor. But do you know how in Welsh you pronounce two L's? No, I have no idea, but I don't live a hundred miles from Wales. <laughs> two L's is a cl. So okay. I know it's clan, clan flap, but then clan fair, but then how do you pronounce P W L L G W Y N G? I don't know, but my point is my point is that you should know. I don't speak Welsh, mate. But you should at least be able to, like, I don't speak Spanish, but if there's a Spanish word written, I know how it's going to sound. Yeah, but only like four people speak Welsh, mate. Well. (laughs) (laughs) And this is, I can pronounce a lot of Welsh place names. This one is exceptional. It's like 45 letters. Have you ever been to Wales? Twice. Twice. What did you do there? Uh, First time I went to see the rugby. Second time I went to stay with my friend and got drunk. Okay. Sounds like two high-quality Welsh activities. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so uh, this summer there was a remake of a famous song. Um, I think you'll know the tune. Uh, it's Raining Men. That's it. Do you know Do you know why they remade it or why? what they remade it to? What did they remake it? It's a great segue into our uh, into our main <laughs> did segment. Did they remake it? It's raining people. Close. <laughs> what was it? It's raining them. Amazing. <laughs> oh. Electrical crackers come back. <laughs> We 
which leads us to da, 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 da. the main segment. Uh, so I want to talk to you today, Carl, about political correctness. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> I want to um, read some words to you and then I want you to tell me if they're politically correct or not and why. Okay. Now, when researching this, I had a list of words that I was like, I think these are pretty bad, so I wrote them down. And then I was trawling around on the internet trying to find um, politically incorrect words, which led me to some pretty dark places mm, on the web. I'll bet. As you can imagine. Uh, mainly, they're lists from like um, far-right places in the UK being like, political correctness gone mad. But they're quite funny, but I won't tell you who wrote them because I don't want to advertise Far- <laughs> their heinous views. Far-right places saying like, we should still be able to say these words? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and But then they put down some... St- uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, so um, some of these I think will be controversial, some not. Uh, let's uh, start strong. Let's start with bitch. Bitch, <laughs> meaning a female pregnant dog. Like you, bitch. Um, you don't have to be pregnant, actually. You can just be a female dog. Okay. Otherwise, you'd be a pregnant bitch. This is, I think bitch has been un-PC for about 200 years. <laughs> no, I get This is not like the, the, like the woke police coming after you. Like, if you're calling somebody a bitch, like you're pretty likely to be in the wrong there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm starting easy. I'm warming you up. I'm warming you up. So why is it offensive, Kyle? Because um, it's horrible. Be- <laughs> Uh, because it's a common swear word, um, because it implies people are dogs. Um, I don't. And because it's mainly used to describe assertive women. So it's very rare a man will be called a bitch, but it's used at women a lot. Okay, fair enough. And if it's used at a boy, it's that's generally like, you little bitch. And then it's implying that they're like... Feminine. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, another easy one for you. We should, we should. <laughs> I'm just reading. Uh, should, we, should we ad- addend each of these with when's the last time you called somebody this <laughs> Can we actually? <laughs> I called my dog a bitch this afternoon. Um, uh, Can you remember the last time you called someone a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, mo- moving on. Slut. These are too easy, man. I'm warming you everybody, up. They get harder. Everybody knows that, like, you can't call somebody a slut. Okay. Um, harder one. Um, lady boss. Lady boss. Isn't that a positive thing? Well, think about it. What do you, what do you think, Carl? And then I'll explain to you why it's not a positive thing and why it's politically incorrect. Um, like, I'm not the police of this. Like, I'm not, like, Oxford Dictionary. I don't make the rules. This is just what I think. Um, and many other people on the internet. Lady boss. Um, uh, I don't know, but I'm thinking actually that in Chinese there there's uh, like in Chinese you like if you're calling to like a shop owner mm. or a restaurant owner, you could say like Lao Ban mm-hmm. or if it's a woman, you could say Lao Ban Yang mm. and it's like. It's not derogatory for yeah. sure, um, but like that would translate to lady boss. I I don't know. I I. Uh, what would be the what would be I the can't male imagine, version of lady boss? I don't know why it's not like empowering. What would be the man version of lady boss? Man boss <laughs> or gentleman boss? <laughs> gentleman boss. Gentleman boss. <laughs> okay. It's just like why do you need to say lady boss? Just say boss. Like, um, it's just odd. Like, why do you have to be like, oh, well, she's a lady. We must make it known. Um, like, you can just say boss. It's fine. Because this, this if you say gentleman with... boss, it's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that is now what I say <laughs> at all times. Um, this is like the, I don't know. Like, couldn't you be like a boss ass bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am daily. Um, girl boss also goes with boss lady. Or lady boss. Okay. But it's just, I'm like, she's an adult. Like, again, and you wouldn't say boy boss because it's weird. Boy boss. <laughs> boy boss? Man boss? I'm just boss, trying to think of, boss. I'm trying to think of any situation where you would, where you would have to qualify it like that. Yeah. Like, it's just odd, isn't it? Okay. This is one um, which I think is kind of ridiculous. 
YOLO. Like you only live once? Uh-huh. YOLO. That is offensive to some people. Who and why? Who are dead? <laughs> No, because they've had to they've had to come to terms with the reality <laughs> when 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 YOLO is something you generally yell when you're like throwing caution to the wind. Um, <laughs> you're not far off when people that are dead <laughs> or who have died. Um, I I don't know. People who believe in reincarnation. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> also offensive, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um okay i genuinely would not have thought of that yeah. but like is this i like, didn't until i read it on the internet today and then it made me laugh and then i now i told okay you. like are people like is this something people are like actually like don't want to be told in public unknown i will i mean i haven't said yolo since I reckon 2012. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever said it like in a in a way that like I've I, you know, like I've had conversations about the word yellow and what it means, um, but like I don't think I've ever genuinely said it. Do you want to know a cute little side story? Um, I used to back in the day where you like text real texts. Um, I used to sign off my text messages to my mum with I L Y, like I love you. Uh huh. And then we went to play, um, what's it called? We went to do bowling together. And instead of writing my name, she write I-L-Y. And I was like, why have you written I-L-Y on there? She's like, I thought you changed your name to Illy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's so cute. Wonderful. (laughs) So you're going to change your name to YOLO next. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Um, Man up. I know this one. Mm -hmm. Because it... Is implies a general stereotype. Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> implies a <laughs> it implies a gender stereotype that like a man is somebody who is like very strong and doesn't cry mm-hmm. and uh, all these things. Spot on. Well done. Ten points. Can we include uh, like grow a pair? Yep. Oh, that's a good one. Grow a pair. Um. Or- quit. Quit your bitching. (laughs) (laughs) Or you've got balls. Um, yeah. Or he's got no balls. Yeah. They're all kind of one of the same, really, aren't they? I remember when I was in, when I was in high school, I used to have a teacher who would constantly talk about somebody having testicular fortitude (laughs) because like they didn't, (laughs) they didn't want to say like grow some balls or like some, you've got some balls, you know, so something like that. So he would, it was, that was apparently supposed to be like more PC. <laughs> to say, <laughs> to say <laughs> what large testicular fortitude, sir. <laughs> um, but I'll, yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget that specific man saying yeah, <laughs> that specific thing to me. I hope he listens. Shout out to Mr. Blah, 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 Kyle's teacher. Um, okay. Expat. Uh, I know this one also because, okay, because if you're, (laughs) because like, you know, I would refer to myself as an expat Mm -hmm. because I'm white and filthy rich. (laughs) (laughs) But if if I... I would uh, like to just clarify that we're currently... In like a basically a dungeon of Carl's apartment, and the floor is made of playground. <laughs> it is playground. <laughs> um, uh, and if like you know, but like if you're Hispanic or come from like a less developed country, then you're considered an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Is that is that correct? Yes, that is correct. But like, I also feel like in I feel like China. I feel like China people are expats, not immigrants, because people don't really immigrate here. Yeah, they don't like move here to stay forever. Like I'm the government also doesn't let you stay past sixty. Yeah. And like it's I don't know anybody who would want to, but like it's not possible for like us to become citizens here. Mm. Whereas like immigrants are usually like aiming to become citizens. Mm. You know, whereas like we're just we're just kind of staying. Yeah. I guess we're like temporary economic migrants. Economic migrants? We're here to earn money and live lives. 
Uh, I don't know about that one. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like I, I, it would be very weird for me to research, refer to myself as an immigrant. Mm. I think, I don't know. I would say I'm a, like, I'm an immigrant because I think I am because I like, I won't be here forever, but I, I have never heard you say that word though. No, but I would, I've like thought about it since researching this list 20 minutes ago. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. Another one. Mother tongue. Wait, hold on. Oh. Um, so we also we also refer to people as foreigners. Oh, yeah. Which is like, I feel like would be pretty un-PC outside of China. Super un-PC outside <laughs> of China. Like, can you imagine, like, if, if me and you are in England and we point at foreigners and we're like, those foreigners. Like, no. <laughs> but here, foreigner, where, like, people, like, I say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a foreigner, my foreigner friends. Um, and my local friends, which is what we also say, uh, like, they would be like, yeah, my, my foreigner friends, my foreign mm. friends. And it's not, like, an offensive or derogatory Yeah, no. I mean, it's like, it's like if somebody... You know, I mean, this is something that like we we talk about like among among DJs because it's like, you know, I DJ at a lot of places that like a lot of foreigners go to mm. because I play like reggae and dancehall music. And so it's like, you know, like say, saying that is like, I don't know, that would just be so weird in the U.S. if I was talking about a place where a lot of foreigners <laughs> went to. Like not appropriate. <laughs> It would be like the, the police were on their way, like the like the fucking immigration police were about to bust it. Like Chinese words for it as well. So we say Lao Wai or Wai Ren. Like Wai Guo means like other country, right? Other country people, Wai Ren. Yeah. And then Lao Wai, Lao Wai is like old, like old friend, but it means like foreigner. Because um, the Lao, no... Lao is old Lao, right? Yeah, but there's no word that means friend in there. <laughs> what does it mean, old? La Y is just like old Y, like like out, like outside, like old outside, uh, like an old outsider. Yes. <laughs> should I be more offended when people call me La Y? You should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, wait, what? It is. It is an offensive term for sure. Um, people and, call me and La also, all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not really that offensive, and I don't care. But like, um, it's also so like you could uh, so in Chinese they also use it to mean like. You know, if you suddenly went to like, a, you know, in an engineering conference, mm. like like they would use the same word to refer to you there, like you being an outsider, like someone yeah. who is in like is in a space where they're unfamiliar or uncomfortable or something. Yeah. And like it, it, it kind of carries those same connotations for foreigners living here. Yeah. So like it is kind of a derogatory term when Chinese people say it also. Um, I have a passport cover that says Laowai on it in Chinese. And okay. every time I hand it over at immigration, they like laugh and then we like continue. Um, and also the cleaning lady at my work, every single morning I arrive goes, Wai Goren Mei Nu, which is literally like... Pretty foreigner. Pretty foreigner. Pretty, like pretty girl foreigner. And I'm like, yeah. good morning. <laughs> Hello, auntie. <laughs> nice to see you. Every day <laughs> okay so this is one uh the these are some now we've moved on to some from this like very dodgy website that i'm not going to tell you the name of uh and this is the first one on the list that they i obviously they're making a joke but they're like this is now politically incorrect <laughs> they've said alive i'm not gonna guess at that one temporarily metabolically abled <laughs> Temporarily metabolically abled. What does that even mean? It means fucking nothing, Carl. But like, what is it? In what in what context was this word listed on their website? They're like, here are some non-PC words you better avoid, as the truth often upsets sensitive people. Please use the <laughs> PC alternative. So they so they want you to say metabolic metabolically abled. Yep. Another example they gave was girlfriend, unpaid sex worker. Oh my lord. <laughs> Jailer, custodial artist. But then Jailer? There, there that, that's here. like a word from the old west. Yeah. Um housewife. I have actually heard this one and read it elsewhere housewife i mean housewife has always kind of been derogatory yeah. <laughs> it's not ideal is it like um i don't know like stay at home mom was like the you know like uh, stay at home mom or homemaker domestic engineer oh god 
these these are just made up. These are like these are, okay, the, okay. These these are obviously from like. It's people that are like, can you believe this madness? Yeah, like it's sarcasm. Like they're they're not, uh, you know, this isn't like, you know, this isn't like people upset that you can't use like the word retard anymore. Like the like the oh. like they're just like making they're like making these up. There's um. Mm, hang on, no, I don't want to say that. Um, there's someone that I used to work with that used to say that word repeatedly. And I would every time be like, please don't say that. And um, he just did. It's... A lot. Um, I think it's very, like, 90s, right? That yeah. That we were like, this is an okay word to say. Yeah. You know, like, also the the F word as a, as a gay slur oh. is like... Okay, so I recently started playing a lot more hip hop like when I DJ specifically like I'm DJing at a place where I'm meant to play like a hip hop set which is relatively new for me so I've been buying a bunch of like older uh older like hip hop records and stuff and like a bunch of them have Whoa. it and like I have I have like a personal rule that I don't play I don't play clean versions of tunes. <laughs> like I like I just don't. Like yeah. I I think it's censorship and I think like it, you know, it's like not you know, I I don't I don't play I don't play for places that are like meant for children. Yeah. You know, and like literally like I've been offered gigs at like outdoor festivals where you know, they said that I could only play that and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to take this gig. Yeah. Uh because I don't want to like play radio versions and stuff. But like listening to it's like jarring. It's he, like like hearing like hearing that word is literally jarring like in a record and I'm just like, "Oof, I can't play this." Like Yeah. The, yeah, this so is, do you do you play it? Do you no, play I don't. It? I don't, you know. Yeah, there's a very famous uh, Christmas song, <laughs> lovely cheery Christmas song. Um Fairy Tale of New York, which is like very British. Um, and it goes, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy, offensive F word. Um, and like, like children sing it at Christmas time. Okay. <laughs> it's my favorite Christmas song of all time. <laughs> um, but I'm like, every time I'm like, oh, like, and um, they play it on the, they, I don't know if they play it on the radio now, but like definitely when I left so the UK six years ago, they it did. It was written at a time where it, when it wasn't a slur or. I think it's always been a slur. I think, but so it's two singers and they're like girlfriend, boyfriend, and the girlfriend is calling him mean names. So it's like obviously derogatory mm -hmm. because she's calling him like a scumbag and a maggot. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know, cause it is like one of the most famous British Christmas songs of okay. all time. So now I would imagine maybe they play it for the radio and just like, don't have that word. Yeah. Like one would assume they could just sort of fuzz it out. Is yeah. that a thing you can do? Um, yeah, kind of. There's, there's also one more, one more DJ related <laughs> censorship story. Um, there's, uh, there's a tune. I'm trying to think what tune it is. It's a style of G tune mm -hmm. with, um, uh, what's her name? The female rapper. Um, uh, anyway, um, there's a part where they say the word vagina mm -hmm. and like, obviously like, that's not something that I, that I would edit out, but it's at, it's <laughs> Why at, do you find vagina offensive, Kyle? <laughs> it's at such, it's like the way that it falls in the song is like a time where like everything else kind of goes quiet and it, and it's just like, it's just like an obnoxiously loud, like vagina, like, <laughs> like it, it just sticks out so much in this song. And it's like every, so like all I do is like, I put on, I put on like a, a, a high pass filter, which is like the, you know? And so like, vagina. I, I, yeah, I literally just filter it out because it's like, it's just so like, there are plenty of other swear words in that song that Kyle, I don't filter out. Does vagina make you feel uncomfortable? Vagina is not a swear word, Kyle. It is an anatomical, scientifically correct word. You gotta, you gotta, I'll play after the podcast because I can't play it here because we'll get, we'll get a copyright strike, but like, vagina. you know, <laughs> Do you find other vagina-related terminology offensive? <laughs> no, I don't find it offensive. It's just so... It's it's just so there, man, you know? <laughs> like, How do you feel about the word pussy? 
I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. What about if I said you pussy? Um, or I don't mean, be a pussy. <laughs> this is probably on your list of things that you're not supposed to say <laughs> yes, anymore. Of course it is. Because saying don't be a pussy implies the vagina's weak. And I'm not being funny, but they crush a baby out of there. It's strong. <laughs> <laughs> so you just sound stupid. That's <laughs> it's an interesting um you know, I thought you were going to say that because like the opposite of like the gender stereotype that we we're talking about yeah, for no, man I mean, that's for man up. <laughs> <laughs> Not that like the muscle that is the vagina is strong. Therefore it's a false reference. <laughs> And to be fair, testicles are so weak. One little flick and the whole the whole ship goes down. <laughs> so both statements are just stupid as well as being offensive. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> you know how some people have words they really don't like to hear, like moist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you have anything like that? Um, vagina, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I'm going to whisper that in your ear. Oh, my God. Please <laughs> don't. Not. Please don't. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look in the show notes. I'm going to put a link to this song. And when, when, you, hear, when you hear the word vagina, it'll, it'll strike you as well. It's going to become my new favorite song. Um, do you know what? I think they told you the other day. I really hate it if I'm reading an article about food and they describe meat as juicy. Mm. Like juicy meat. I'm like, oh, there's something about it that just, I think it sounds horrible. Juicy fruit? Great. Juicy meat? Ugh. Like, why is it like weeping and gross? Um, you'd prefer bloody. Bloody, I'm fine with, yeah. Really? Absolutely fine. Huh. A bloody steak, perfect. A juicy steak, I'm like, oh. Interesting. Uh. Interesting. Um, what about a moist steak? Oh. I don't love a moist steak, but I would take a moist steak over a juicy steak. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Okay, what other politically incorrect words are there? You don't have any more. No, I've run out. Okay. I'm just so politically correct. I mean, there are, there are plenty more that, like... Like, you're not supposed to use the word man and woman anymore. Really? Says who? Says plenty of people. Like, you're... What are you meant to say now? Like, you aren't allowed to say, like, a pregnant woman. Oh, you said pregnant person. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's probably more more to do with people being gender non-binary or, like, gender non-identifying. Yes. Yeah, do you know, my general rule for this kind of thing is... Be reasonable, but also if something you say offends someone, stop saying it. Like if I was at work and someone was like, oh, please don't use that term. I'd be like, noted. I will not. You wouldn't go to a website and write about all, all the <laughs> no. PC things that you're not allowed to say anymore. <laughs> no, I would not. And I feel like people that have a real issue with it, I'm like, mate, just... You know, especially if it's in an environment where someone at your work is like, please don't say that. I'm like, you can still say it with your mates if you want to, but just don't say it around this person. If it bothers them, but you don't understand it, just don't do things that upset people. Like, I feel like that's really, like, pretty reasonable. I don't um, know. There was a thing recently about, um, about Matt Damon. Mm. Um, because he... Um, Right, I always get Matt Damon confused. Is he the one that blinded that guy? What? <laughs> <laughs> There's that actor that's really famous, but he just, like, blinded a Vietnamese guy once. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, who was that? I, now, I want to check because I feel like I'm slurring Matt Damon. You, f you fucking better. Hang on, I'm um, going to check right so, now. So the thing, Matt Damon, is that he... Um, that he said publicly that he was, um, that there were certain like homophobic slurs that he would use in his daily conversation. 
And because like he's from Boston and like grew up in a time where a lot of people said words like that Mm. and that like, so he was doing an interview or something and he said that like his, like from speaking with his daughter, like she would correct him on a lot of things that, that like you're not supposed to say anymore. Yeah. And like he was talking about how that was like a growing, like a growth, like a, a growth for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he, like, got flamed in the fucking press that was, like, Matt Damon was still using all these slurs until until he had to be told by his own daughter. And it was just like, no, bro, you missed the point. Like, yeah, he the was, point is that he was like, I didn't realize, I found out, and then I stopped. I mean, apparently people were saying that, like, it was way too late and that, like, he should have known well yeah, before. Yeah, some stuff. Like, me, I, no one ever told me don't say derogatory f word to describe gay people like i'm just not gonna say it and i don't think anyone ever told me that's a bad word mm-hmm. um but there's definitely other times where i've been like oh yeah i hadn't i hadn't thought of that like um someone said to me the other day you shouldn't say brainstorming because a brainstorm is a medical condition that happens to people with epilepsy and i was like oh i did not know that okay uh, but is that something that people are actually complaining about I mean, someone said it to me and I was like, noted. What are you supposed to say instead of that? Thinking and writing it down. Thinking of many ideas. But a brainstorm is like Like a a, brainstorming session. Like like it's a a specific thing. Like a creative thinking session. Okay, fair enough. Like, come on, there's always a way. Um, So kind of, oh, I found out who the dude was. That It was Mark Wahlberg. He blinded a Vietnamese man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just, just, just a reference. Um, so I was reading an a Vice article and I, I about like language and stuff being PC or non-PC and how it evolves and how it changes. And I want to read you the opening because they make, I don't know, let's see what you think. Imagine what it's like for your granddad. One night in the 70s, he went to bed as a hero who fought against, against the architects of the Holocaust. Then he woke up and he was a racist. Why? Well, taste moved on, and it turned out that pretty much every single way he had of describing Muhammad Ali was a hate crime. But don't think you're any different. I can't remember when, but at some point in the last five years, the word actress came, became offensive. Earlier in my life, oh, I don't even want to say it. Earlier in my life, spastic was deemed untenable. Spastic. Spastic, yeah, it's a really horrible word. Um, Catelyn Moran argued in the Times the other day that we should stop using the word rape. And she made a good case. Like, what is this person saying? And also, why why are all our granddads fighting Nazis and then being racists? Um, yeah. Like, um, I feel like when people talk about this topic, they just go to, like, absolutely wild and ridiculous extremes. And yeah. I'm like, I just don't think that's helping anyone here. I, I remember when I was younger, like, people would say the Japs. Eesh. Yeah. Um, which is like, you know, obviously like leftover from like the war, the war yeah. you know. Um, did you know that Rhode Island, my home state, is currently the only state in the U.S. to celebrate VJ Day, which is <laughs> Victory Over Japan Day. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> which is the day that World War II ended. And they call it VJ Day. It's VJ Day. It's a, it's a state holiday. Everybody has the day off. <laughs> That's crazy. I know that like um, in Russia, like Victory Day is like a really big thing that's celebrated. We don't really celebrate it. V V E Day, V V D Day, V E Day. We call it in England, but we don't really celebrate. Um, you know, one thing one thing that bothers me a lot while we're kind of on the mm. subject is that like everybody's a Nazi now. It's that extreme. I'm like, you can't have a comprehensible conversation with anyone because they're like, well, Nazi. And the minute anyone says Nazi or like Hitler. The whole conversation is just over. And I like, I don't think I've ever been called a Nazi or likened to Hitler. But it, it just, I've, you know, if you read like people fighting on the internet and they're like, well, you're a Nazi. I'm like, well, now you can't have any mini- meaningful discourse of any kind. <laughs> yeah. Like conversation over. Yeah. The, I mean, there, there are a lot of things like that. Like, you know, it, it just like there are literal Nazis now. Yeah. And like it's. You know, somebody like somebody who's racist is not a Nazi. 
like they might be racist and it's bad to be a racist, but like we don't have to just like escalate everything to, to the extreme where like somebody has a different political viewpoint to you. So they're a Nazi. I know. I think it's crazy. How do you feel about like words that are taken back by certain communities? Such as? Uh, queer. Um, so queer for a long time was really offensive because you were basically saying that like homosexual or gender non-conforming people were queer, like strange, like odd and weird. And now it's been completely taken back. Mm. And queer is like the acceptable umbrella term for mm-hmm. people that identify mm-hmm. as like, you know, LGBT or like gender non-binary. So you can just say like, oh, yeah, I'm queer. You're queer. Like we're queer people. You know, I've never, I've never, like, obviously I, like, understand, like, I kind of knew that, uh, I kind of knew that that had happened, like, mm. in, like, in conversation. Like, obviously I know that that's not offensive to use it like that unless, like, you're being offensive about it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's interesting. I had never thought about it like that. Yeah, I think it's quite empowering. Um, when you, when, if you like, as a social movement can organize taking a negative word, bringing it back and mm-hmm. then making it positive, I think that's super cool. Um, so, and another, and like another example, I guess, of that would be saying like a people of color or a person of color, mm-hmm. whereas saying colored in England, it like was politically correct. And then it wasn't politically correct. And colored now is not okay. And now, yeah, <laughs> no. And now it's, you say person of color. And but it's person okay. of color and colored are <laughs> not the same thing. Also, it sounds ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's always, um, like, I always find it weird that like, how can I say this? I always find it weird that like people are afraid to like say that somebody's black. Mm. Like that's a, like I, you know, I've read memes about like, uh, you know, like people in the UK, like black people in the UK being referred to as African Americans (laughs) just because like (laughs) Like people are trying to be like, like too politically correct and like (laughs) not offend them. But like, (laughs) like, no, my friends um, that are black and live in the UK refer to themselves as black British. Okay. But like, I don't know, like I've never had a problem like, like, you know, like it, like saying somebody's black or like, or, like, you know, or saying someone's Asian, like yeah. completely fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, another word that I heard thrown around the other day and it made me be like, oh, I uh, was someone <laughs> referring to China as the Orient. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> that's no good. No, that one went out. That one went out like with the Agatha Christie novel. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> come on guys, move along. Um, so, uh, when you, uh, do you ever, uh, Claire, do you ever write your pronouns like Mm. in your, in your Twitter bio or like in your email signature or anything like that? No, I don't. No, I don't. And I, I have a, I see a lot of people do do that. Um, and I have no issue with people doing that if they want to, maybe I will, maybe I'll change my mind and I'll put it in. I just think that I'm like a straight presenting straight woman. So there's not a huge amount of need for me to do so. Yeah. Um, but if other people want to do so, that's, that's so like, that's, that's one thing that like I've noticed in like in recent time, that's like something that's like all of a sudden came out of nowhere and it was like surprising for me. It's like, you know, like, Everybody has their pronouns written on Twitter. Well, do you know, actually, I just like thought about it as I said that, like as the words came out of my mouth and I was like, hmm, now I see why I'm wrong. Um, I think that if the only people that had to write their pronouns were trans people or gender non-binary people, then it immediately like differentiates them and others them. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you know, a trans woman, you don't want everyone to immediately, by looking at your Twitter, be like, oh, it's a trans person. So if everyone just puts their pronouns down, nobody's offended, everybody knows what to call call everyone, and nobody is othered. Mm -hmm. So therefore, as of today, I will be writing my pronouns on Twitter. Really? Well, I just thought it through, and I think it makes sense, right? Like, I have trans friends who I know don't want everyone to know that they're trans. They just want to be seen as the gender that they are. 
Okay. So I guess by doing that, it's a kind of solidarity. Okay. That would be my reasoning. Um, I just yeah. like unlogic to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, uh, <laughs> I that's, do that quite that's a lot. That's healthy, healthy behavior. Growth, Kyle. I'm uh, growing as a person. Um, I don't have much else to say here. No, me either. <laughs> So uh, let's move on to our uh, last segment, Pick of the Week. I've Um, got a good one. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Claire. Because last time we did, now I'm banging the desk in anger. Wow. Uh, No, I'm not. That was an accident. Um, (laughs) uh, Last time we had a Pick of the Week, you recommended a movie (gasps) called The Green Knight. It's so good, right? It was fucking terrible. It's like this surrealist fantasy adventure. Do you not like surrealism? Or fantasy I do, but I don't even think it was good as surrealist or as fantasy. Like, it was... Should we see what the internet thinks? uh, No, I don't care what the fucking internet (laughs) thinks. So I was watching it. um, I'm going to call out my wife for a second because I was watching it with her. And I said that you recommended it. Yeah, she messaged me and told me she was mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she said, Claire probably does not know the original story. Of the Green Knight. Yeah. Um, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. I, I, like, did it at school a million years ago. Yeah. Well, was that you? Yeah, it was, because I'm looking up a name of something. Sorry. Um, So, yeah, because my wife is a... (laughs) is a literature nerd. Um, and it just, it just wasn't good. Like it, it wasn't, I didn't like the visuals. I didn't like the characters The I think the story was poorly done. Like it was, um, I just didn't like any part of it, to be honest. I thought it was a terrible movie. Do you know, I didn't like it when I, when I like finished it and I was like, Hmm, I didn't like that. And then I thought about it and I went, uh, for dinner with a friend and we talked about it. And by the time we finished talking about it, I was like, no, I actually think that's kind of cool. And I'd like changed my mind because there were loads of bits I like hadn't realized. And the way they like framed the hero's journey, I thought no. was super interesting. Change it back. That movie, that movie's <laughs> not good. says no. Um, and, an, and another one is that. <laughs> <laughs> you still mad? I'm still, I'm even more mad about this one. <laughs> is that you recommended a show to my wife and I. Um, a reboot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No, I hate that. I did not <laughs> recommend that. That will have been someone else. It's a Netflix one. I watched two episodes and I got too scared and I never watched it again. Okay. Yeah, see, so here's the thing. Be mad at here's someone else because I don't like Here's that. the thing is that my wife and I do enjoy watching scary movies together. And she said that you said it was scary. Yeah, and it is And after scary. watching like two episodes of it, I said that the audience of this show is like preteen. Yeah. Like it's but- meant for like <laughs> like it's meant for 13-year-olds who are like going to high school next year and are like like that's literally the like the vibe from this show. Yeah. You're not wrong. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like the show. I don't not like it just because I, th- I mean, I thought it was scary, but I'm a wimp, but I also don't like it. <laughs> like I've, I didn't recommend it. I've been. I may have said I've seen some of that. It is scary. I don't like it. And then what your wife heard is it's scary. I'll watch it. <laughs> That's her <laughs> mind. I take zero responsibility well, for that. Well, I've been joking all week that you have the mental capacity of a, <laughs> of a 13-year-old girl. And not to my face, go- behind my back, going- clearly. Well, we haven't talked about it until now, so I wanted to make sure that I brought it up to you. <laughs> thanks. 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 <laughs> What's, okay, what have you got fine, now for fine. what have you got now for the pick of the um, week? So now I, it's actually a book recommendation. Okay. It's called. I didn't know you could read. <sighs> yes, I can. I have the reading age of a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a fantasy book, uh, and it's called The Children of Blood and Bone. Um, by this, uh, it's a debut book by an author called Tommy Adeyemi, um, and it's really, really cool. It's really interestingly written. Um, and it's set in Africa, which is super, super, super unusual for 
um, or sorry, the like the fantasy land is based on like African culture, mm-hmm. uh, which is really unheard of for fantasy. Because like, mm-hmm. look at Lord of the Rings; it's uh, the most heterosexual white thing in the entire world. Um, I don't know about heterosexual. I mean, if you were to say it was like Eurocentric, because it feels yeah. like it's medieval. So most like fantasy generally is like medieval white Europe yeah. du- dudes. Um, and if there's a girl, she's like, save me. And that's kind of it. Or like, she's mm. like a love interest that like wanders off. I mean, to be fair in Lord of the Rings, spoiler alert, it's the, <laughs> it's like, it's a strong female character that like kills the, like kills the bad guy that kills Sauron. Yeah, this is true. This is true. It's the girl with the long blonde hair. So you're just wrong. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you should be allowed to give recommendations on this show anymore. <laughs> but this book, The Children of Blood and Bone, it's really good. It's really interesting, and it's black centric. It is a different kind of world. Um, the main characters are female. Uh, and it's just really interesting, and it's really nice to read something so different. Um, so the first two books in the series are out, and it's this author's first two books. Mm. Uh, so I, I think people that are interested in that should check it out. Cool. I am enjoying it. Cool. I've been watching this show called Watch the Sound Mm -hmm. uh, with Mark Ronson. Um, So the show was made by Apple TV. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been on a real Apple TV bint of late. Well, we subscribe to it. (laughs) (laughs) That explains it. And not to any other platforms. So... um, Uh, no, it's really good. So, so he does, um, so he does one episode, it's like six or seven episodes and he does one episode each on things that changed the music industry, but like in a weird way. So like one episode is on drum machines and one episode is on synthesizers and one episode is on like reverb or like, like echo as a sound effect. Okay. This sounds pretty fucking niche to me, Carl. It's not though. Like it's it's very <laughs> like I can see why you are interested. No, in no, no, no. So so he does it in a very kind of um, I don't know. I don't want to say attainable, but like a a way that a way Could that you can. Could my thirteen year old girl brain handle it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so like so they do it through like um, so he interviews people and like makes music with them. So like he'll bring on like Paul McCartney. Or like some old hip hop guys or like Dave Grohl. And like, so he'll, he'll kind of, it's not an interview about like them coming up in the music industry or anything. It's an interview with them, like talking about their relationship. Like the one with Dave Grohl, he's talking about distortion, like guitar distortion. Mm. And so like, you know, it talks about like what distortion is and how it sounds and how it was used in early recordings. And then like Dave Grohl starts, talks about like being in a punk band because he was the drummer for Nirvana and like how they like what their relationship with distortion was um and so it's like it's very it's very understandable it's not like okay like trust me I watch like hour-long YouTube videos about like <laughs> about like delay and like different delay and this compressor settings yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like I literally watch that like at like at lunchtime at work because I find them fascinating. Um, but like, that's not at all what this is. It's like a super interesting, like very like pop focused or like modern approach to, uh, to these things. And I actually, I learned a lot from it, even, even understanding all these things. What's the name again? Watch the sound. Watch the sound. Fantastic. And this has been what it's about. The podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions with your host, Claire and Kyle. You can find us on Instagram at whatitsaboutpod. You can email us at whatitsaboutpod at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, which is www.whatitsabout.fun. This week's music was by Ashitov Music, Waterboy, Mativ, and the intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole. Ta-da! Thanks, we'll see you next week. My ears are hot.